0: Home title lock. Mm-hmm. Home title lock is our sponsor this half hour. Uh, this is the the number one growing crime uh, in America, with uh, according to the FBI, with people actually stealing your house. Yeah, well, and, and, and you know,
1: and most importantly, they steal the equity behind it. Uh, you know, you're you're talking about you know hundreds of thousands of dollars you have an equity potentially in a home, especially if you're if you have an elderly relative or or you just happen to have your house paid off. By the way, congratulations on that. But thieves can come and take that equity, uh, take out big home equity loans, and then you get stuck with the bills. You do not want to try... To unwind a problem like this No i bank, no identity theft program No insurance is going to protect you Do what I did, do what Glenn has done Sign up for Home Title Lock They put this barrier around your home's title and mortgage And if somebody tries to screw with you They help shut it down for you um, It's a $100 search they have for free To make sure you're not already in trouble with this HomeTitleLock.com HomeTitleLock.com is the place to go
2: The fusion of entertainment And enlightenment This is Is the Glenbeck program?
0: Well, today is a big day in America. Today or tonight at 9 o'clock, we find out if we're going to be a nation under another national emergency. Is this a national emergency? What does that mean? If the president says we're just going to spend the money, does he have the legal right to do it? What are the ramifications of it? I thought we should start with a pro and con list, and I want to hear from you. The pros and the cons of having the president declare a national emergency tonight to be able to get the border built. Pros and cons. Let's look at this dispassionately, because I know what my passion says. I'm guessing I know what your passion says. Let's look at the facts first. We do that right now.
2: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Welcome to it. Um, We, by the way, for uh, anybody who is just uh, joining us, haven't listened for a while. We have taken a lot of the commercials out of the first half hour uh, and we only break a couple of times. This is one of it for one minute. So we can tell you about a sponsor and then right back into the show. First of all, it is Field of Greens. There is um, there's some fake news out there about superfoods and you can tell right away what what a superfood is. If you pick up a superfood, what does that imply? It's food. It's food Mm -hmm. and it has everything you need in it, right? Right. It's food, right? You wouldn't pick up a superfood and look and see a label on it that says supplement facts. Why would you need a supplement if it's a (laughs) superfood? That is how you tell. They they don't put the extra stuff in a superfood. That's why Field of Greens is here. Now, Field of Greens is something for somebody like me who hates greens. I hate them. I would like to banish all people who talk about kale as if it's something good. Mm-hmm. You can tell me it's how good it is for me. I'm in for an executive order on that one. Right. But Banning don't do, kale. do not tell me that. Oh, no, you're going Banning to love the kale. people. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Pa- kale people have to go away. Mm-hmm. You don't have to eat any kale. Uh, in fact, you don't have to have a salad ever again with Field of Greens because it is a superfood. There is no supplemental facts or, or uh, yeah, uh, supplemental uh, additions to it. It is you look at the you look at the little uh, bottle that it comes in and it says nutrition facts, not supplemental facts. You can add it to pretty much anything you eat or drink, yep.
1: uh, and get all the vegetables you need, so you don't have to deal with you know fruits and vegetables p- potentially
0: your spouse right. telling you about how. 15, How unhealthy you are. 15% off your first order at brickhouseglen.com. That's brickhouseglen.com. Promo code Glenn. All right. What would you say if I told you that officially we were already uh, under a state of emergency? 28 different states of emergencies. They never, ever go away. You can't once you declare a national emergency, the president does. And I make no mistake. I believe he has this power to do it. And I think it's an important power for the president to have. But the way it's designed, it never, ever goes away because it takes both houses to just majority vote. No, but then it goes to the president and he has to veto. Well, he's the guy who just proposed it, so he's not going to veto it. He is. He is going to veto it. Mm -hmm. Then you have to have two thirds of Congress over um, uh, overturn his veto. Well, that almost never happens. And in fact, in history, it never has happened. But if you look at the national emergencies that we have, they all kind of fall into the same category. Who was the first president to declare a national emergency? Can you even guess it was Jimmy Carter and it it happened in 1979. So we went from 1780, uh, 1791 or 1789 to 1979 without a national emergency. We went through World War One, World War Two. We went through the Civil War. No national emergencies. 1979 was the first, and I want you to listen to the pattern, blocking the Iranian government property, November 14th, 1979. So that's what Obama, when he flew all that cash back, that's what Obama uh, was usurping. Now, he was giving back their property, but that still remains. We're still under a state of emergency blocking property so carter did it
1: against iran and then you know the 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 billions of dollars we sent over there was essentially the other side of that transaction they were complaining about how we kept their stuff all this time
0: correct yeah but we never got rid of the national emergency right uh proliferation of weapons of mass destruction november 14th 1994 so the next guy who did it was bill clinton now listen to this so the first president to ever do it 1979 was was uh um, a Carter. He only did it once. Then Reagan never did it. Bush never did it. Then 1994 Clinton gets out his pen proliferation of weapons of mass destruction, then prohibiting transactions with terrorists who threatened to disrupt the Middle East peace process in 1995. Prohibiting certain transactions with respect to the development of the Iranian petroleum resources, 1995. Also in 1995, blocking uh, assets and prohibiting transactions with significant narcotic traffickers. Then in 96, regulations of the anchorage and movement of vessels with respect to Cuba. Then in 97, blocking Sudanese government property and prohibiting transactions with Sudan. Blocking property of persons who threaten international stabilization efforts in the Western Balkans. That's 2001. So now George Bush is getting into it. And here's where it really picks up the speed. Uh, Continuation of export control regulations. August 17th, 2001. Declaration of national emergency by reason of certain terrorist attacks. September 14th, 2001. Then September 23rd, blocking property and prohibiting transactions with persons who commit, threaten to commit or support terrorism. Then blocking property of persons undermining democratic process or institutions in Zimbabwe, March 6, 2003. Then protecting the development fund for Iraq and certain other property in which Iraq has an interest, March 2003. Blocking property of persons and prohibiting the export of certain goods to Syria, May 2004. Blocking property of certain persons, undermining democratic processes and institutions in Belarus, June 2006. Also, in October 2006, blocking property of certain persons contributing to the conflict of the Democratic Republic of the Congo, then blocking property and persons undermining the sovereignty of Lebanon and its democratic process and institutions in 2007. Then we have in June 2006, continuing certain restrictions with respect to North Korea and North Korean nationalists, and that is 2008. Now we're into Obama time. Blocking property of certain persons continuing to uh, the conflict in Somalia. Blocking property of certain transactions related to Libya. Blocking property of transnational criminal organizations. Blocking property of persons threatening peace, security, stability in Yemen. Blocking property of certain persons contributing to the situation in Ukraine. That's in 2014. Blocking property of certain persons with respect to South Sudan in 14. Blocking the property of certain persons contributing to the conflict in the Central African Republic. Blocking property suspending the entry of certain persons contributing to the situation in Venezuela. Then bro- bro- blocking the property of certain persons engaging in significant malicious Cyber enabled activities in 2015, and the last one that Obama did, blocking property of certain persons contributing to the situation in Burundi. That's in 2015. Now, what do those all have in common? they're all blocking
1: property and possessions of potential terrorists or uh, you know inflamed, newly inflamed uh, hot spots around the globe right um, they none of the none of it would fall under the you know category of new spending or anything like that
0: it's right. all blocking property and that's what it's been used for right it is It is making sure that people, the bad guys, don't have access to more funds or transfer funds across international borders or that we do anything to help the bad guys. That's what the emergency action is has been since it was first used in 1979 and i would say too uh,
1: another thing that i think a lot of those have in common not all uh, certainly like, certainly not september 14th 2001 but most of them i would say are lower on the priority list of american sovereignty and security than the uh, than the border security issue is like what, what's going on in burundi might be very important and it probably is uh, but i would not put that on the level of September 11th, September 11th, or building a wall on our southern border. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I think like that doesn't mean that there was no reason to use those
0: things. But, it, you know, so here is the here's the here, here's the issue. It's not since 2006 that the Americans have said we want a border wall. That's when Congress, including Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, signed into law a border wall secure fence act of 2006 we signed it in Mm -hmm. and everybody in the senate and congress tried to convince me oh no glenn this time it's real no it's not (laughs) i mean i knew it wasn't and you knew it wasn't they had no intention of doing it they were just placating the american people but this doesn't start in 2006 The reason why it was popular for Obama and Hillary Clinton to sign it in in 2006 was because we all knew what happened just a few short years ago in 2001, and no one was willing to do anything about it. Our borders, north and south, are trouble. But there's another there's another piece of the puzzle. The, the overwhelming problem that we have is overstayed visas, and they've never fixed that either. That's That was the number one problem on September 11th. That's still the number one problem with terror, and a border wall won't have anything to do with that. It won't fix it, but I don't think that's where the American people are. They know that. They don't think this is a fix-all They just think this is one box that needs to be checked and no one will ever check it. If I'm if I'm reading the American people right, the American people know that this is a problem and they're tired of waiting around and being told by one party or the other, we're going to fix that because Bill Clinton said he would fix that. Senator Barack Obama said he would fix that. Hillary Clinton said she would fix that. George Bush said he would fix that. No one has fixed that. No one is serious about it except the American people. So tonight, I think people are going to be split in two camps. The Democrats who have been brainwashed that, oh, no, this is just racist. No, it's not. They're going to be against it, even though their leaders signed it in in 2006, when all the rest of the Democrats remembered September 11th. They're going to be brainwashed and they're going to say, no, this is nothing uh, nothing but race. What does the right say about it? Let's start on our pro and con list in one minute. I want to invite you to take a risk-free trial of an investment course that we had former Wall Street hedge fund manager Tika Tawari create just for you. It's an educational course designed to help people starting out with a very small amount of money, hopefully to grow it into a much larger pile of money. Now, Bitcoin is not where anyone thought it would be this year, including Tika. Signs are still positive that it should be going up this year. There is a- actually all of the signs say it should have gone up last year. It is just this overwhelming uh, sense of negativity on Bitcoin because of what happened where it went out of control and then it crashed. But it didn't crash back to its lows. It's still what is it at? Six thousand
1: f- four
0: uh, four thousand four thousand four times as much as it was before the run. Began. Correct. Correct. So it's you're still making money unless you bought at the peak which you shouldn't do. So now what? Now what does this mean? It means you should educate yourself and find out all you can about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. smartcryptocourse.com. Go to smartcryptocourse.com. I believe everybody should have at least $100 and you should never ever invest in Bitcoin or or cryptocurrency more than you are prepared to lose because it's extraordinarily volatile. However, because it's extraordinary, extraordinarily volatile, there's a chance to make real money, but do not put more money in it than you are prepared to lose. Think of this as, as Vegas, or you know, you're going to go out on a weekend with your sweetheart, and you're going to spend that money. Talk to her or talk to him and say, should we not do that weekend? Should we put it into cryptocurrency? Take the course and find out. SmartCryptoCourse.com. That's smartcryptocourse.com or 877 PBL back. That's 877 PBL back. Pause for 10 seconds, station ID. This is the Glenn Beck program. So, Stu, let's look at what. Let's start a pro and con list. The pros, as I see it, is that this would mean that there would be a permanent solution. And I think that's the number one thing that conservatives are looking for. We're tired of having this same battle and being told we're going to take care of it, knowing that they're not going to take care of it. They're not going to be serious about it. And so this provides something that goes beyond this president and it's done Right, unless they decide to blow it up or tear it down, which I wouldn't put necessarily past the future president. Right. uh, Well, I could see them not repairing it. Mm -hmm. Just not. Just let it go to waste. Um, Okay, so you have a permanent solution. You have more security. You haven't solved the problem, but you have more security. Definitely improvement. Right. Right. Yes. A a move in the right direction. A big move Mm -hmm. in the right direction. And you have accountability. Right? Right. Accountability. How do you mean that Um, you have uh, somebody who's willing to say I'm responsible for this? Sure. Yeah, that's nice to hear occasionally. Right. The buck stops here. That's the one thing that uh, I think both Republicans and Democrats want, maybe not on the same things, but they want someone to say buck stops here. And, And that is that is the real problem. With like government shutdowns and things like that is the more we don't believe in the federal government, the more we want someone, anyone just to step in and say, I'll fix it because we think these things are common sense. I believe the border wall is common sense. I mean, I want a bigger door. I want more qualified people coming in. I want the best people from all over the world to come in. But I what I don't want are people coming in through the windows and through the the side doors that we don't know who's in the house. And I don't want that in any way, shape or form. I don't want that from Sweden. And I don't want that from Libya. And I don't want that from Mexico. Seems like, you know, the basic
1: common sense, common sense when it comes to. Having a country and having borders, you have to be able to control them if they get out of control, right? We, no one's talking about a fence between us and Canada because that is not an out-of-control border. This one is. Uh, and we have to do something to stop it. The fence would would help quite a bit. And they've already let us down after they we've elected them and they've passed bills promising it. Okay. Okay. Including so, votes from Dianne Feinstein and Barbara Boxer and Barack yeah. Obama and Hillary Clinton.
0: This was not a Republican measure very recently. No, it was 2006. And that is that's the thing the president's going to hang his hat on tonight. I think if he does this, he may not do this. I think he's going to. You do mean you? as far as actually saying National the state of, emergency state of emergency and
1: shifting funds to pay for the border wall without passing a law? Yes. You think he's going to do it? I do. Do you? If I had to guess, I'd say yes. There's a lot of reporting on it that, that that's mm-hmm. definitely what he's considering. Um, he may also just be threatening it, right? Like, he may be saying, like, look, I'm going to do this either way. You might as well get your DACA and give me the money because I'm going to go do this as a. Yeah, he may a, give, He may
0: say you've got
1: seven days. Right. Might put a window or or Mm -hmm. 30 days, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Um, Well, because and then the shutdown thing is getting to those elevated levels, too, where Mm -hmm. it's starting to you're already Mm -hmm. starting to see the reporting about people who who, you know, the tax refunds they've solved in the short term. um, But you've got the food stamps thing that's Mm -hmm. right right around the corner. There's several different Mm -hmm. programs that will start becoming major news stories if Mm -hmm. they don't get this fixed by then. I wonder who's
0: writing this tonight. This really has to be written really, really well. And his his goal right, mm-hmm. is to make people understand
1: the seriousness of the border as, as separately from some political issue. Right. His goal is to say to the person who's in the middle, who cares about our security, um, but isn't a partisan or isn't a huge Trump person or whatever, to convince them that, hey, you know, you've been hearing all this stuff and they always say that I'm lying about this. Here are the facts.
0: And this really is a serious situation, and we may need to make it a national uh, emergency. This is the first time that he's done anything from the Oval Office. He has not given a speech behind the uh, Resolute desk in the Oval Office and not an address to the nation. Correct. Correct. I don't know, I'm pretty sure um, I don't you look remember. it up will you yeah. Marissa, i am pretty sure that that is a prime time address prime time yeah. This is his first prime time address from behind the resolute desk. The resolute desk is generally uh reserved for really important speeches, you know, milestone mm-hmm. kind of speeches to where we're going to war, or there's a, a national emergency, uh, or there's something really grave that we need to talk about. Also, it has traditionally been used for the farewell address. Um, Interesting to see the it. media struggle yesterday with, should we even take this? Is this something that we should even take? Uh, yes.
1: First of all, yes. Second of all, if you would have even suggested that under Barack Obama, you would have been a
0: racist for suggesting it. Unbelievable. Really unbelievable. This is this one is not a show. This one's not a show. This is an address from the Oval Office, from behind the Resolute Desk, and I want to look at the pros and cons on this, because this one is game-changing.
2: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
0: So if you're looking to hire the right person, and you want to do it the right way, it uh, it's 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 you know, you go the old way, which basically is throwing darts at a board, making, you know, putting out a uh, a job description and then hoping that the right person is going to see it. But ZipRecruiter has something different. They go out and they find the quality uh, quality candidates for you. This is powerful matching technology. And what they do is they scan thousands of resumes to identify the people with the right skills, the right education, the right experience. Then they go out and they actively invite those people to apply for your job, which is why the average person gets a qualified candidate within an hour of their post. There's nothing on earth like this. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. Try it for free. Join
1: the Blaze TV at blazetv.com Beck. Use the code Beck, and you're going to get some savings, so you
0: might as well do it. Back in just a second with Pat Gray. This is the Glenn Beck Program. For any longtime listener of the uh, program, you know that Jeffy uh, has been uh, one of our producers for almost 20 years uh, and, uh, and had a massive, massive, almost fatal heart attack Uh, over uh, the holiday um, had 100% blockage in one artery and 50% blockage in the other. Uh, About 80 or 90% of the people that have a heart attack like this don't survive. Somehow or another, this this iron giant did, and uh, he's back today, and we will have him on the program to talk about that. Uh, coming up in, uh, about an hour and a half from now. You don't want to miss a second of the show. We're talking about the president and his, um, his address tonight from the Oval Office. This is the first from behind the Resolute desk. Uh, and this is an important one. He's going to talk about the national emergency. Whether he declares a national emergency or not, we don't know. But this is a legal way for the president to get the wall built. It is a highly controversial way to get it built. He is going to apparently, possibly uh, evoke uh, the bill that was passed by both houses, including signed by Barack Obama, then senator and Senator Hillary Clinton, to build a border wall uh, in 2006. And he's going to say the Pentagon has the money and this is a national emergency. We bring Pat Gray in from the uh, Pat Gray um, Unleashed podcast, which airs right before this program. And you can uh, sign up, by the way, at blazedv.com uh, slash
1: Beck. Use the code Beck, and you can get the access to this show and uh, News and Why It Matters, which Pat is also on,
0: and Pat Gray Unleashed, and a bunch and of other Stephen shows. Steven Crowder. Steven Crowder comes back, I think, January 17th. 17th, I think, yeah. Uh, which is uh, great, all brand new Steven Crowder episodes. Um, all right. So we're trying to make a pro and con list. And... Pat, uh, on the pro, I have, it's permanent. It's a permanent solution. Mm-hmm. It, it does help with security. Uh, it provides accountability, which I think everybody wants. Somebody wants somebody to stand up and say, I'm responsible. Um, but it also, I would say that it also helps in the drug war. For sure. I mean, oh, that I is so. a national emergency. What we have coming across our borders right now, our southern border in particular, mm-hmm. Uh, with fentanyl and heroin and uh, uh, and Oxycontin, that is a national emergency. I expect that to be a big part of the pitch tonight, too, because that is you know that is an escalating issue with mm-hmm.
1: opioids and everything else. And part of that is related to heroin is mm-hmm. coming across the border. It's where most of it comes from.
3: Yeah. As far as a pro, uh, I don't think it'll happen any other way. This is not going to happen. They're not going to do it. The only way to do it. So That's the fun. only way to do it. So I have a whole
0: buttload of stuff on the on the pro list. On the con list, there's the, one really. There's really only one. It's not the right way to do it. How? What do we do when somebody, the next president, comes in and and tell me that it, it's you know uh, Beto or Beto? Mm-hmm. He comes in or uh, Kamala Harris, <laughs> Hillary Clinton, and. Uh, <laughs> And she comes in and she says, climate change is a national emergency. They're and already they, saying that without without law backing. Correct. It, but they're already saying it. They could also do that regardless
3: of whether he declares an emergency to build a wall. It could happen anyway. But I, I get the point. And the, the point is, is this the right way to do it? And of course, it, it isn't. But it won't get done any other way. It, I think we've seen that. It was ordered. It was by law. In 2006, the fence shall be built. Mm-hmm. And somehow it
0: wasn't. Well, somehow happened
3: with Kay Bailey
1: Hutchinson. It, yes. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, she so. came in and said, well, a fence where it's appropriate and you can use other technologies and security in other mm-hmm. areas.
3: So uh, it just Which went I agree
1: with,
0: mm-hmm.
3: but they never did anything about it. Right. Yeah. They haven't done any of it. They haven't done any of it. And only now are they even <laughs> repairing some of the broken down areas of the fence
0: Um, that's the only thing they've done so far and so that that also goes to the permanency of that that is a that is to me a con because you can build this but then not repair it future presidents cannot repair it and you got nothing yeah Mm -hmm. you got nothing yeah and it looks like it's changing from a wall to a fence now again
3: which I, I, i take the double fencing if because that's really effective and it's proven to be effective in in the san diego area they built a double and in some parts of the border, it's a triple wall. And then they have a space between the fences where the border patrol goes up and down patrolling. Mm-hmm. And the it, road, right? I can yeah. drive it back and forth in vehicles. Yes. And it reduced illegal crossings by 95,
0: 95%. I will tell you, you guys didn't go with me when I went to Israel the very first time. Jeffy did. And we went and we were on the border of Syria. We were up on uh, up on our way to Lebanon. We're on the border of Syria and they had a border fence and it was a it was a double chain link razor wire fence. But all of the sand on each side in the middle and on each side had been uh, raked. Okay, so it was perfectly raked. There are no footprints in it. And uh, I said, can we stop? I want to take a picture of this. And the driver said, you don't want to stop here. And I said, we were out in the middle of absolutely nowhere. I mean, nowhere there. I hadn't seen a house in an hour mm-hmm. we were nowhere. And he said, you don't want to stop here. And I said, why is it dangerous? And he said, no, but you're going to be questioned. And I said, question. There's no way we haven't seen a car. He said, OK, he said, but do not Step on the sand. And I said, "Okay." So I got out and I took a picture before I could turn around. There was a there was a border guard on my tail. Excuse me. (laughs) Asking me what we were doing, who were who we were. I mean, that Mm -hmm. that border is secure and it's just two fences. And they rake that sand to be able to see if there's any footprints on it and you know immediately and they actually patrol it i'm fine with that yeah mm-hmm. i'm fine with that mm-hmm. they take it seriously the wall to fence
1: you know conversation is meaningless right like what we want is a barrier to stop like i understand yeah. that that's what trump said and that's why the media is so focused on it because they want to s- prove that trump didn't come through with his promise i think the American people, though. Look at that and say, what we want is people stopping,
0: stop from crossing the border with some sort of physical. And I think the reason why Trump people and and me want a wall and not a fence is because I don't believe, I mean, I don't believe that they will actually patrol that fence. I don't think they're actually going to patrol it. Maybe this president will. Mm -hmm. You think the next president will? You go with wire cutters and cut it out if they don't, if they don't, if they don't don't care. But a fence a, a wall is, <clears throat> is more difficult. Right, a, a wall you is have permanent. to scale, yeah. yeah.
3: Especially the one he described mm-hmm. uh at one of his campaign stops with the concrete
1: and steel rebar uh 30 uh, or 40 feet high. Yeah. That would be that would be difficult. It would be difficult. I mean, again, if you don't patrol it, you could take down any wall, right? I mean, <laughs> like they're going to have to still patrol it at some level, but it would be more difficult. And that's the that's mm-hmm. the issue here is to try to make these things more difficult. So
0: where do you stand on this?
1: Well, we, did we finish with the cons list? I mean, you think, that's that it? Uh, just just the fact that it's just not the right process of doing it? I think so. That's what I think.
3: Yeah, because yeah, I'm I mean, absolutely
1: in favor. Of a wall. Uh, of a wall or fence, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I do mm-hmm. think, because I mean, if you look back at, at, let's say, the nuclear option for judges, right? The nuclear option for judges yeah. was initially done uh, not for Supreme Court justice, uh, justices, but just for n- normal judges to be pushed through. And so the Democrats did that first the republicans always could have done it when they were in but Mm -hmm. the democrats did that first and so it was easy for republicans to come in and say look they already did it right they they were used that as a justification it wasn't even a controversial move really when when they did it with gorsuch i mean they changed the entire process of the way we voted on supreme court justices with with gorsuch yeah um and it wasn't really even a story i mean that so i think when you take that off the table and you say well we can use a national emergency for our priorities as far as policy if we can't get them done through laws this is one of the things i did not like about the barack obama daca thing um you know there are a lot of people who think that people who came across the border with their parents when they were say seven years old and are now mm-hmm. you know whatever 19 mm-hmm. should be able to stay they're dreamers mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that whole conversation mm-hmm. then they tried to pass the dream act nine hundred thousand times with some republican support at times mm-hmm. And they couldn't get it done, so Barack Obama said, "Well, we'll just do it DACA. We'll just do DACA, and we'll just get it done and go around the law." The same thing is happening here. I think there's an argument to be made that Donald Trump has said uh, correctly that we need to we need this money. We need to secure the border. Like this is a real problem. Give me the money. Put it in a law. They're not putting it in a law. So now he's coming up with a new way of doing it, and that is um, bothersome. I I don't like uh, it.
0: DACA was not a national emergency, and I think between drugs and uh, and illegal immigration. When especially when you see who's coming over, you have you have people from the Middle East coming over our border. You also have people from Venezuela and uh, uh, and Honduras that do not wish this country well. Mm -hmm. So it's not like just dreamers are coming across the border. You Uh, you have (laughs) MS-13 MS-13. You can clearly make a a case against this. What will be interesting is this will go through the courts. But if the courts held up DACA and then say no to this president, I think you're headed for real trouble. And the courts should not be able to overrule the president on this. It,
1: there's a lot of people saying, oh, this is unconstitutional. It is not unconstitutional. It is. It is it's a passed law. He has the right to do it. He's yeah. using it in a completely new way, which is expanding the power. Initially, they passed this with a with a check and balance in which the, the Congress could override his uh you know his situation like if if someone comes in and says uh, this is a national emergency congress could say well no it's not we don't believe you that got that got
0: thrown out in the courts so there's no check and balance other than overriding a veto so we're all agreed that we want the fence and we and we think that this is a national emergency uh between drugs Mm ms13 and other things that are going on um but we all agree good heavens Please, not this way. I'm afraid of the ramifications of it. However, best case scenario here, maybe
1: he talks about it. He threatens it. The Democrats get freaked out about it and don't and don't want him to be doing this in the future. So maybe they come along to a negotiation. I I don't
0: think that. I mean, I I will either. I think they I think they'll love the fact that. That you've just expanded the power. I think so, too. I said best case scenario. Right. For the (laughs) next person that gets in. Thank you so much. You listen to Pat Gray on Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio and Television Network. BlazeTV.com. Sign up now. Use the promo code Beck. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is LifeLock. According to the experts, by the way, we're going to take your phone calls next. According to the experts, some of the uh, cyber uh, security predictions for 2019 ransomware is going to taper off but it'll still wreak havoc Uh, crypto jacking and other money making schemes are going to increase government regulation and public sentiment on privacy is going to drive stronger data protection policies. There's going to be more nation state attacks on and surveillance of individuals in the coming year. Someone's identity is stolen every two seconds and you're going to miss some identity threats. You're not even going to be looking for them. And that's why there's LifeLock. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. And if they detect your information is being used, they're going to send you an alert and then they have a U.S.-based restoration specialist that's going to work to fix it. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or cybercrime, monitor all transactions at all businesses, but no matter the season, LifeLock with Norton Security is the right choice to help you look out for the threats that you might miss on your own. So go to LifeLock.com and use the Promo code back. You'll get an additional 10% off your first year. It's promo code back, an extra 10% off now at lifelock.com. Pros and cons. Uh, the speech begins at 9:130. So, 30. Uh, 1 minute 30 seconds after 9 o'clock. They say that it will last no more than 8 minutes. He's not making a case. He's making an announcement of some sort. Uh, and it's about sec- security and humanitarian projects on the border. Uh, Rob in Maryland, pros and cons.
4: Hello, Glenn. Uh, I am a constitutionalist. They they always say conservative or liberal. You, we need to stop doing that and say constitutionalist. Yes. And constitutionally, one thing the government, out of, the few things they're supposed to do is provide security for the country. Yes. Um, I definitely want a wall. I don't want a fence for the reasons you guys already said. Once the fence is up, you can just wire cutters and you're in mm-hmm. if it's not monitored. Mm-hmm. Um, the pros, uh, it stops uh, any possible terrorist an easy way in. They can still get in, but at yes. least that way is stopped the drugs, which is a societal issue, Mm -hmm. it helps slow that because Mm -hmm. right now they can just bring a mule train in. Mm -hmm. Um, Third, uh, it helps us uh, economically. Um, We could pay for that wall in a year from all the benefits they give away. You know, you Mm -hmm. can have a welfare state and no Mm -hmm. border. Um, And I, I do believe that it would also help the security of the people you know that get shot or hit by a drunk driver who shouldn't be here. I mean people still get hit by drunk drivers, but they aren't they're they're supposed to be here now the con the only con is that yes this is a, this is not the right way to do it. We really should have it done the proper way, but they're not doing it the proper way i mean they, so as a
0: constitutionalist, where do you end
4: up? I end up with this constitutional, (laughs) DACA was not constitutional, because this deals with national security.
0: Okay, all right. I... I, I think that's a decent I, I, place for a constitutionalist to stand. I think. I think it's true. I don't
1: think it's unconstitutional. I don't think it's the right way to do this. But it's. I don't think it's, it's not unconstitutional. unconstitutional. It's. It's uh, the first thing. I will say provide for the common defense. The National Security. Uh, the National Emergency Act, which is, is based on, is a really flawed law that I don't think should exist in the, its current way. Mm-hmm. However, he is using it in a way that is appropriate and, and legal. I don't think there's any question whether it's it's legal per red, se. Red it is. Take your
0: phone calls uh uh, after the uh, top of the hour as well let me go to marie uh in pennsylvania hello marie
2: hello hi thank you for taking my call and best wishes to jeffy um yesterday governor tom wolf of pennsylvania declared a statewide emergency disaster declaration on heroin in pennsylvania to me this proves it's an emergency and trump should use this you cannot solve a problem like this at the end of the problem with states calling disasters, but you must solve it at the beginning with a wall to stop it. I've lost friends and family due to these drugs, and I want them to stop.
0: All right, Happy Marie, to you. I, I agree with you that drugs uh, are a real problem with the border, and a border wall uh, would go a long way to stopping them. I want to get back into the drug war. When we come back, top of the hour. Uh, iTarget Pro is our sponsor
1: uh, here in the uh, as we get started. Uh, iTarget Pro is awesome because you can actually be a responsible gun owner without spending all the money at the range or firing holes into your walls. Right.
0: Right. I don't, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't recommend either of those. Mm-hmm. Um, if you really want to be good um, and, and a good shot and an accurate shot, it's all really about um, trigger control. And that's why... Um, everybody recommends you just go to the range over and over and over again and learn how to squeeze that trigger. iTarget Pro helps you do it without any ammunition. You can do it in your living room. You're firing at uh, something. It's dry firing, but you're dry firing at a, like a like a a target, and your phone tracks it. It's. Truly amazing mm-hmm. groundbreaking. You'll save a buttload of money. Your whole family can do it if you're all shooters. You can go to itargetpro.com. Use the promo code Glenn. Get ten percent off iTargetPro dot com.
2: The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenbeck program.
0: So last hour we started to make a list. Of the pros and the cons, the president tonight is going to give a speech that they say will last no longer than eight minutes. So he's not making a case on something. I think he's making an announcement. Um, Is he going to declare a national emergency or is he going to say, I will in 30 days if we don't solve this? Is he going to just take the reins and say, I'm going to build the border wall? We made a pros and cons list, and I've got lots of pros. It's a permanent solution. It does add to our security. It doesn't solve our security, but it adds to our security. It stops people, hopefully, like MS-13 and others who are coming across our southern border. It, it actually helps health care because we'll be saving a lot of money. You can't, have, you can't have open borders and a welfare state. You have to pick one or the other. And also drugs. We have a serious problem with drugs. And on the other side of the border, it helps with humanitarian. Humanitarian aid. How many people, the Hondurans, we know, we've heard the interviews with them. How many were used by people saying, oh, no, America's just going to open up its doors. How many people are harmed by that? Now, I can only come up with one con, but it's a big one. And we hear from you next.
2: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: First, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, our sponsor. We have changed the show. We've gotten rid of all of the commercials or a lot of the commercials. So we only have to stop here twice in this half hour and, and talk to you for one minute each time. And then right back into the show, I want to tell you about Relief Factor. Relief Factor, we just had an anniversary. Uh, One year anniversary. It happened uh, over the holidays. A year ago, I started taking Relief Factor. I was in so much pain. I just couldn't live this way anymore. Just couldn't do it. My wife finally said, just try it. And I'm like, oh, it's full of organic stuff, and it's (laughs) drug-free, and stop. It's got kale in it, I'm sure. It doesn't have any kale, but it does have four key ingredients, and it was developed by doctors to reduce inflammation. Inflammation just seems like okay, whatever. Inflammation actually is one of the worst things for our body. And it's one of the biggest causes of pain that
1: is occurring constantly. Yeah. Right. I mean, like it's one of those things that if you don't get that to go down, you deal
0: with the pain all the time. Yeah. So it's it's really bad. This reduces your inflammation dramatically, at least it does with me, and you can try the three week quick start. It's only nineteen ninety nine, that's a dollar a day. You get the trial pack. 70% of the people who order the trial pack for three weeks uh, go on to order more month after month. I do. It works for me. I'm part of that 70%. And it's 100% kale-free. I love that. Mm -hmm. Relief Factor. It's relieffactor.com. Okay, so the only the only thing that I can think of that is a a con on national emergency is it is not unconstitutional. The president has a right to do that. We have 22 national emergencies already running. They just never go away. And there's all sorts of different types of national emergencies as well. I mean, one of the funny things about this is
1: we had a caller last hour saying, well, one of the ways he could do this is because of the opioid thing. I mean, this Mm -hmm. is a major issue. Well, there is a national health emergency on opioids, a different type of national emergency. Mm -hmm. Um, But until he actually, he promised to, to declare a national emergency on opioids, but it took him, Trump, a while to do it. And in that time... The media was constantly complaining that he wasn't starting a national health emergency on Mm -hmm, opioids. mm -hmm. They complained about it constantly Mm -hmm. um, until he finally did wind up doing it. Now that the same it's a related matter on opioids and heroin and these sorts of things. Now that he wants to do a different type of national
0: emergency, it's a very controversial thing. Right. So if he's smart, he will include opioids tonight. Mm -hmm. He will include uh, MS-13 Uh, And he will include um, the the humanitarian crisis that has been caused here recently by people who wish to do our country no good. Um, Also, he should include that we will open up uh, our our immigration and make it easier for qualified people to come in. Because I don't think anybody has a problem with with immigrants as long as they're here and they're qualified. Right. What we don't want is MS-13. And again, MS-13 gets this
1: political sort of thing. Oh, that's just Donald Trump trying to scare people. To just put this in perspective, uh, MS-13 kills 4.3 times as many people that die in school shootings. In the United States, 4.3 times as many people die at the hands of MS-13 than die in school shootings. And how much do you hear about MS-13? You don't ever hear no, about it's it. it's just a nonsensical, oh, that's just Donald Trump. He's making things up. MS-13, what are you just, letters and numbers? He's just throwing them together? No, it's a, it's a very violent gang, and they kill a lot of people in the United States. It's a real problem. A
0: real problem. If you think school shootings are a real problem, which we all know the left does. This is four times the size. And the president should include things like that if he's going to make the case. Now, the only downside I can see on this is I don't like the way this is being done. I don't I don't want to set this precedent. I don't want the next president coming in and saying, well, I'll tell you a national crisis, a national emergency. It's global warming. And here are all the stats Mm -hmm. because they will.
1: Yeah. The idea behind a national emergency is to take things that aren't partisan issues. There's not disagree. (laughs) We all know that, you know, Iran, right, is a big problem and we need to stop their funding. Right. That was the first time it was used Mm -hmm. during the again, Mm -hmm. during the hostage crisis, Mm -hmm. September 11th. Right after that, we all know we're all on the same page. The votes are all, you know, 100 to zero on on issues related to that. This is one where obviously Republicans want it to happen. Democrats don't. Um, And if you tell me the thing that isn't partisan now. Well, because I mean, you could say it's usually only in emergency situations. But again, that's
0: why there's a national emergency part of this. Right. But um, isn't part of the national. emergency. Look, I'm not making a case for this because I don't think this is the right way to do it. But I, uh, I'm going to play devil's advocate because there is no other way to do this anymore. Any other way to do it has been destroyed because we've made everything partisan. When you said, well, we should know. Well, we all did. We all knew that in 2006, mm-hmm. they all, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton signed the wall into law. It passed 80 to 19, by the way, yeah. in the Senate. Okay, so it wasn't a partisan issue. Mm-hmm. It just is now. Yep. Um, uh, climate change should not be a partisan issue. But it is a partisan it issue. It is a partisan issue. Because as as at least it's how you deal with it, way. right?
1: Yes. And th- they will say the same thing. This is not supposed to be a partisan issue and we should pass uh, it's a national state of emergency on the climate and we can do x y and z they've tried it i mean this is how a lot of times the epa has tried to control emissions and put new standards on which are things that you know i've fought against the entire time because they're i believe those are completely unconstitutional this one would not be it's allowed through the law it would be not only would it not be unconstitutional it would be completely legal as far as i can tell it's just a new way of using this it, it is an it does seem to be an expanded use of this power which you know i don't want that ever i don't ever want to be on the air telling you that the government is taking is 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 getting more power to do something um, no. because they already have enough they already have a lot of power yeah. and the reason you know these things are hard to do to pass a border wall is going to be hard to do um
0: and that is sort of built into our system. What's really crazy is we went to the moon in the 1960s when we didn't have the technology. Okay, We didn't have the technology. And we said we have to do this, not mm-hmm. because it's easy, but because it's hard. We don't need any technology. We don't need to do anything. Defense technology has been here. around for a while. It's been around yeah. for, you know, forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look at it. it's hard to do. No, hard to do was go to the moon in 1969. That was hard to do. Getting together and putting a fence or a wall up to stop people from coming in across our border. That's not hard. It's just people unwilling to do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, we all if this was the way that this could have been done, we wouldn't have needed to have a conversation about laws for the past two years. Right. Right. I think everyone realized for the past two years, including the administration, that this was not the way to do this. The same way, well, by the way, that Barack Obama had the conversation about DACA. And they said, we can't do this. We got to pass a law. And then they came up with another way around it. This one is a little bit different. I think it's better than the DACA
0: thing. There's no question about it. But it, it makes me a little uneasy, doesn't it? Let's look at it this way. The only reason why... We have Donald Trump, the thing that Donald Trump really connected, because remember, he wasn't connecting at the beginning mm-hmm. until he got onto the border wall when he started on the border wall. That was his in his first opening speech. That was like 19th on his list. Yeah, it was not a high priority in that speech. People forget that the whole
1: you know Mexican rapist thing that he got beat up mm-hmm. on so much that was like, I want to say it was like 2
0: or 3% of his speech. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was not something he focused on at all. So as soon as he started to get onto that, that's when he really took off. So let me just, let me just posit this, uh, this little thought here. That perhaps because the Democrats refused to deal with what they said they would do in 2008, and they agreed that we needed a wall, But then for some political reason or some other reason that never has been vocalized, they decided not to build the wall. That's the reason why we have Donald Trump as president. Because politicians refused to do exactly not what they said they were going to do, but what they wrote a bill and signed on to do. Mm -hmm. They passed a law that said shall be built and they never did it. So if you're looking for an ultimate reason why Donald Trump, how could Donald Trump be our president? Well, there it is. Yeah, it's stuff like that. Yeah. And the and Republicans and the Democrats failed to build a wall that they passed a law. <laughs> it's amazing. But
1: I mean, Trump, one thing about Trump in these moments is he doesn't like being on defense, right? So this is a way for him to turn it to being on offense. I've got something I can use and I will use it. I think there's a good chance that he says tonight, you've got two weeks to, to hammer this out. Or I'm going to use this. Mm-hmm. So it, that puts him on the offensive. Um, you know, again, it makes me uneasy, that sort of power. But still, it is it is an understandable thing that, I mean, because the basic thing behind it, everybody agrees with, at least in this audience. I think most people on on the conservative side, which is, this is a real problem. People are ignoring it. We need this thing built. Figure out a way to do it. And that is a completely logical
0: way to think. Lef- we just have to make sure we don't cross some barrier. We, we're going to get burned by later. Correct. Left to them, uh, their own devices, the American people would solve this problem. Oh yeah, we would solve it. Just take all, the, just take all of the politicians uh, out of the mix. Never more than uh, sixty seconds away from more of the uh, show. Let me stop here and just tell you quickly about Liberty Safe. Liberty Safe. The biggest complaint. Imagine having a business where your biggest complaint is, "Wish I had more." Can you imagine that wish I had more wish it was bigger? Well, they make a bigger safe Liberty safe. That is the number one complaint wish I would have bought a bigger one. They're the number one safe manufacturer in the nation. And they've sold more than 2 million safes. And they've done it for a reason. They lead the industry in technology and innovation. They offer exclusive features like military locking bars, uh, which is great. Their military safe is so cool. Heat-expanding fire seals that are second to none. It's why we keep all of our really most important documents that we have. And I mean, you know, we're talking about an 1820 copy of the Constitution uh, that is extraordinarily rare. We're talking, you know, original George Washington and Thomas Jefferson documents. We put them in a liberty safe because nobody's going to be able to break in. It could be sucked up in uh, you know, in a tornado here in the in the center of the country and drop three blocks away and we know it's going to be closed. The place could burn down. The fire seals give us the best chance of that document not being destroyed. That's why we have a Liberty Safe. Why do you have a Liberty Safe? Find out your own reasons. LibertySafe.com. Go to LibertySafe.com. Ten seconds, station ID. This is the Glenn Beck program. We go to Taylor in Indiana. Hello, Taylor.
5: Hey, uh, I'm with you guys. On, it's not the right way to do it, but you kind of touched on the pro that I was going to mention, and that um, I think this energizes his base for 2020. I didn't vote for Trump. I was I voted for Evan McMullen, um, kind of like you guys suggested. And but I think he's going to use this if he does, in fact, build the wall. He's going to say, "All right, these obstructionist Democrats didn't allow me to get this done." I built this wall, and I just think that energizes his base. Like you guys said, people were fed up, and that's kind of what got him elected.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that um, I think if he doesn't build the wall, he's in he's in trouble um, because that was the number one thing he promised to do, and he had a chance, and then he folded on it, which was shocking to his base. I think, uh, and I think he knows I've got to build this darn wall.
5: And I used to be in that camp, like, hey all right, now we're in power, let's just ram it down their throat. But like you said, that pendulum is going to swing the other way. And that's why I'm in that con cam, which is not the right way to do it. Because he's not so going to be in-
0: it's it easy to say, I agree with it, but it's not the right way to do it. Have you made a decision yet on are you for or against it if he says, I'm going to build it anyway?
5: I'd be against it. I mean, you, you, have, that, you have that feel good. It's like, all right, cool. It's done, but it's, it's the wrong way to do it. and. I would not be for it the way that he's uh, proposing.
1: Because yeah, there's a tough thi- thing here. A lot of Thanks, people, Taylor. And t- that's a great perspective, I think. Um, it's one of those things where we were having this conversation. Okay, well, it's not going to get done any other way, and, and we want it done. So how do we get it done? Well, in our system, uh, a lot of times there's a lot of stuff you want to do that you don't get done. Right? Like That's just part of what the, the founders designed. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I would love to get done, like getting the income tax to zero, right? I, but I, I can't do it, unfortunately, uh, right now. I think that is a, you know, you have to continue to make your case and you have to continue to, to, to prove to people that this really is the issue that it is. And you've seen, you know, you might say like right now, and it's understandable, there's no way this is ever going to get done. You know, the Democrats oppose it and blah, blah, blah. But again, as you point out, this actually was passed. This was this was this isn't a this isn't something that you can never pass. It actually was passed fairly recently in 2010. Democrats were polled, and it was a fifty-fifty issue among Democrats whether you could do it, and it was obviously favored among Independents and Republicans. There's no reason this debate can't swing back to the sensible side. Um, but you know, right now it's become, unfortunately, an issue of whether you like Donald Trump or not is the question, not whether this is an actual issue. And that is, I think, the fault of the media, and I think it's the fault of of turning everything into a partisan issue. Even when it's blatantly obvious, it would be helpful for our security. But there's no reason we can't at some point get back to some sensible discussion on this. right? We've already been there.
0: So I I started teaching the kids the Constitution um, over the holiday. That was my Christmas present to them. Wow. And uh, they loved it. Um, they all turned atheists. You know, we, so, yes, <laughs> we've turned. I uh, 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 spent about an hour every every night for uh, a week of the holiday with the whole family. And we went over the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. And I'm struck by the preamble of the Constitution. The only the only capitalized words in the Constitution. They're huge. They jump off the page. We the people. And we, the people, this was a a different idea. No constitution, no government was formed by the people. It was formed by the elites. But this is the people, we, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect nation, not a perfect nation, a more perfect nation, meaning we're never going to be perfect. Can we stop expecting that? A more perfect union, establish justice, Ensure domestic tranquility and provide for the common defense. Now, let's just take those apart. Has this government established justice? Do you feel that we that justice is being served right now? I think that is the one where they're the closest. We are we have made some mistakes. We're trying to correct those mistakes, meaning legal justice. Yes. If you were commit a crime and you have a chance to prove your case. Obviously, it's not perfect. But right with we, the people, it's not perfect, but it's getting better. I think with they, the government, they're destroying justice. There is no such thing as justice, right? You look at uh, established justice, ensure domestic tranquility. Uh, I don't think. that was all solved. I think uh, everyone's tranquil, <laughs> right? They're doing the opposite. Mm-hmm. The, the, the most irritant, the, the biggest irritant in our society is government. It's the parties. It's the politicians that are are coaxing us into bonfires. Don't you think? They are so unconstitutional right now. They're not helping us promote domestic tranquility. They're not promoting that. They're promoting the opposite. Provide for the common defense. Pretty good. Pretty good. Except that's where this one falls in. Mm -hmm. When it comes to solving the problem that we had September 11th, they haven't solved that. The number one problem is overstayed visas. It's still the number one problem. It's not the border. It's overstayed visas. Promote the general welfare notice it says provide common defense and promote the general welfare Hmm. that's interesting it doesn't guarantee it no it guarantees defense guarantees defense have to provide defense it has to promote general welfare so in other words it has to do things like encourage science encourage business encourage entrepreneurship uh, it needs to it needs to promote the things that would be good for society uh wait minute, hang on just a second um they're supposed to ensure domestic ins- in- in- tranquility they're not ensuring that they're supposed to ensure that they're supposed to promote the general defense They are doing a pretty good job on that. And they're supposed to promote general welfare. The entire thing is upside down. Mm. The entire thing is upside down to secure the blessings of liberty. I don't think anybody in Washington even looks at liberty as a blessing anymore. They think I think many of them think it's a curse. There are too many people out there doing things that we don't even know about. Follow the Constitution. Follow the Constitution, and it will not lead you astray.
2: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
0: I want to talk to you about real estate agents that I trust. Realestateagentsitrust.com is something that Tanya and I started, oh, I don't know, five years ago, and the results are truly, truly remarkable. We built a real estate uh, company, Real Estate Agents I Trust, and it's not It's actually not a real estate company. We we are we go around the country because of some of the other businesses that I do. Um, We happen to know all of these great real estate agents all over the country. And I thought there's got to be a way for people to be able to be connected to these people. So I'm we're not running a real estate agency. These people don't work for us. We find them. We fully vet them. We found a bunch of people. The first thing is, do they listen to this show? Do they have those values? And then we put you in touch with them. They sell your home on time and for the most amount of money. And we track it the entire way. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Sell your home now. Realestateagentsitrust.com. BlazeTV.com is the place to go to subscribe. Go to blazetv.com
1: slash Beck. Use the promo code Beck to get 10 bucks off.
0: This is the Glenbeck Program. There's a lot to talk about um, today, and we're going to continue to take your phone calls, the pro and con list on national emergency with the border. Um, I think the consensus so far is, I want the border wall. Don't like the way this is being done or possibly being done. We'll know tonight, as the president addresses the nation at 9 p.m., supposed to be an eight-minute speech, no longer, according to the White House. Um, and, uh, and we'll continue to talk about that here in just a second. I, I, I also, because it's a new year, I really want to focus on the big issues. And I was overwhelmed during the holiday with the number of people that wrote in and said how close they were to giving up, how they had wrestled with depression, how they had been wrestling with alcoholism. And how they had a new commitment to continue another day, and sometimes we forget about how alone people can feel, and it's because we don't talk about these things because we kind of bury them, and they are they are kind of first principles they're they're the things that we should be talking about with each other. We should be. Looking out for one another, but sometimes these things make us uncomfortable and you don't know what to say. I know this is true for me in many cases with um, veterans because I have. I hold them in such high regard. I don't necessarily I just don't necessarily know what I would do in their situation. And it causes me sometimes to not say anything. One of the biggest regrets, and regrets in my life, I am good friends uh, with Chris Kyle's wife, but I was not friends with Chris because I stood at a charity fundraiser shoulder to shoulder with him and I only shook his hand and thanked him for his service. I didn't even talk to him because I was so intimidated. Our soldiers are going through real tough times, but it's those who those who refuse to give up that make the difference. Our partners at StoryCorps have a have a great story to tell between a Marine Corporal Zach Skiles. He was deployed to Iraq in 2003. He was there at the beginning of the invasion while serving on the front lines. He lost five friends within a two week period. And when he came home, he had a hard time adjusting. He had a hard time holding down a job. He found himself homeless. So StoryCorps sat down with him and his father, Scott, to talk about the difficulties that he faced during the war and how he got back on his feet. This is an amazing story. Listen.
2: I remember saying to you, every gift that I've been given, I don't have a better one than to be your dad. And I remember you smiling saying, I love you too, Dad. And then you got out of the car and went to war. So what was life like after you came home? I was pretty sure someone was going to kick down my door. And I was scared to go to sleep. I couldn't sustain employment. I couldn't pay rent and pay for groceries. It all just kind of fell apart. And then... I was homeless. The crazy thing was that I didn't think that there was anything super wrong. In you know, the nighttime, I stayed on coastal trails and hiking trails, and in the daytime, I could just pass out at a park. There was a time period where I didn't know where you were, mm-hmm. and it is difficult to watch anyone let go of hope, but when it's your son, it's excruciating, I remember great relief that you decided to go into inpatient treatment. And I remember one night you getting out of the car to walk back into the treatment building. It was dark, and your head was kind of down. And for a moment, I could feel the weight you were carrying. As I watched you walk into that building, I uttered these two words that, I don't know if they were some kind of prayer or not, but they just came out, My son... And I was absolutely overcome with grief and love and the beginning of hope. What is life like for you now? It's pretty cool. (laughs) You graduated undergrad? Yes. I heard summa cum laude. (laughs) I'm just asking. That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my dad saying this to me and I feel it is so true between you and I. It is your life, so you have the last word. But then as your dad, that gives me the second to the last word. And the second to the last word is, I believe in you
0: and I'm on your side. There's a powerful thing i i learned from somebody who had been kept as a sex slave in mexico she had literally she had chained scars around her neck scars all over her back where she had been beaten and burned uh, and chained for a couple of years i was recording something with her and i said uh I, i want you to say hi my name is so and so and i I used to be a slave and she said no I I won't say that and I said okay why and she said because I never considered myself a slave they may have chained me but I never considered myself a slave our lives are a blank piece of paper and we are the only authors of it if someone else is authoring it or if you don't like the way the story is going Open a new page and start again. It sounds ridiculous because it's too easy, but it's true. Dave Issa from uh, StoryCorps is uh, with us now. Dave, can you give me an update on on uh, on Zach?
6: Glenn, well, happy New Year! It's great to talk to you. Um, well, the Zach is uh, is getting his Ph.D. now in psychology, and I will say, you know, this was the first time, as 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 you know, a StoryCorps interview is two people who care about one another uh, coming to have a conversation. And we've had a dozen big special initiatives through the years, and this one is part of the Military Voices Initiative, focusing focusing on the voices of post nine uh, eleven vets and their and their families the first time they ever had this conversation first time they ever talked about what what happened uh in in uh, to zach in iraq and i i met so I, I don't get a chance to meet a lot of the participants uh in in story we've had half a million people who participate but when i'm uh giving a talk sometimes people uh from stories will come into the um into the uh come to the talk and zach's dad scott came to a talk a little while ago and uh, this, this goes back a little bit to what you were saying about the, the woman um, who you had interviewed, uh, who was a sex slave. Um, and, and it reminded me of that Mandela quote where he said, uh, Nelson Mandela, they can chain my body, but mm-hmm. they, can't, they can't chain my soul. But mm-hmm. um, uh, Zach's uh, dad, uh, Scott, after I played a story, handed me a, just a very brief quote, which stuck with me. And it just said, uh, here is the world. Beautiful and terrible things will happen. Don't be afraid. Hmm.
0: So how can people get involved in your new initiative? One small step. Um, This is trying to bring people together uh, that maybe don't see the world politically the same way. But you're preserving the voices of people who um, are very, very different from one another, but can find common ground. How do people get involved in that?
6: So we have. You can come to our website. It's StoryCorps, S-T-O-R-Y-C-O-R-P-S org backslash one small step, which is one word. And you described exactly what we're trying to do. We've had half a million people who know and love each other, like Zach and Scott, come to StoryCorps, and now we're working to put people on the opposite sides of the political divide together, just to not to talk about politics, just to remember that um, someone you disagree with is also a human being. Have and you? As you have yes. you started it yet? I yes. mean, have you so actually
0: we, started to record these yet?
6: Oh yes, we have, um, and it's you know it's 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 a it's kind of addictive. It's a beautiful thing to to see, and and none of it will surprise you. Um, you know, it it brings out kind of the opposite impulses of social media. When you do a StoryCorps interview, uh, each of those interviews goes goes to the Library of Congress, so your great 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 grandkids can. Hear the voice of your grandmother or your friend, whoever you're talking to, your voice. And unlike social media, which is so disposable, you know, StoryCorps is the ultimate kind of long game, right? So when you come to a StoryCorps booth and you're talking to someone across the political divides, you know that your great, great, great grandkids are going to listen to this someday. So you really are your kind of best, highest self. Yeah. Um. So it's it's just a it's a beautiful thing to see, and and you know I think that it's it's enough already, right? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> in the country with what's Boy, going on uh, and me. it's 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 just an existential crisis it's dangerous and we've forgotten that we belong to one another
0: i can't wait to hear some of those uh, voices that you're collecting if you want to be a part of this go to story StoryCorps, c-o-r-p-s story org slash one small step uh and that is again one uh one word dave thank you so much we'll talk to you again Glenn,
6: it's great to talk to you talk to you soon
0: You bet. bye-bye simply safe is our sponsor this half hour simply safe putting things um, uh, putting things off it can be a kind of a bad thing you can put little things off but uh, you know hey that spot that lump probably should get done today uh, you know I'm worried about the security of my children and the security of my house probably should be done today uh, other things you know you can you can put them off. This one is so easy to take care of it's with simply dot com. simply dot You go to the website. You know how many windows you have. You know how many doors you have. You don't need some guy coming in to upsell you on a bunch of crap. Yeah, but they can come in and count them officially. That's a big difference. Well, you yeah, can't sure. count and them. You yourself. can't come them out of the house. Mm hmm. Here it is: home security system with control panel, motion sensor, and wireless remote. Ooh, okay, wireless. Uh, it's pre-wired door or window sensors, pre-wired. Ooh, free, uh, and all it is is twenty seven ninety nine per month. This is I got this in the mail from ADT. It is uh, the lowest monitoring price. Of $27. <laughs> I like that. It's not really comparing it to anything. No, it's I just know. the lowest. Maybe it's the lowest they offer. Right? <laughs> it is yeah. $27.99. No, the lowest monitoring price is $14.99. $14.99. And you don't, you're not locked into any kind of long term contract. You don't, in fact, there's no contract whatsoever. You're in control. There's no wiring. Nobody's going to come to wire your doors or anything else. You got it done. It's easy, it's fast, it is inexpensive, it's the right way to do it. It's simplysafebeck.com. Go there now, protect yourself, your home, your kids. Simplysafebeck.com. It's interesting, a couple of things. Just a quick note on the, um, remember the Russian lawyer, the woman uh, who had worked for the KGB? She was in the Trump Tower in 2016. Uh, And, uh, you know, at first they said, no, she's not a Russian, you know, spy. And then you find out later, oh, yeah, actually, she is. She's just been charged. But there is an important word that the media is leading out charged in an unrelated matter. Yeah. Unrelated case
1: out of New York. Natalia Vasilina is that it? I can't never get yeah, it Yeah, right. sure it is. Sure, whatever it is, there's a bunch of syllables and K's. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that word, uh, she was charged uh, in a unrelated matter, having nothing to do with the meeting whatsoever. However, MSNBC is promoting it as lawyer who met with Donald Trump shooter charged in in obstruction of justice case.
0: Yeah, well, like, well, well, yeah this, but yeah, but not a, this, not, not the, this, nothing not to the do. One, not the one we've all been talking about. Right. It's it's incredible the the spin on things. Um, the other thing that I want to point out here quickly is that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are going to be delivering the rebuttal to the president. Now, the president's going to speak for eight minutes. Is it the president's birthday? Like, why are they doing that? Is it just,
1: they're just giving him gifts? I don't understand why. Do you, why would you want to put Nancy Pelosi and Chuck
0: Schumer in front of the country? May I give you a may I give you a reason? Sure. Because they know that the the body politic Of the Democratic Party, the real fervent ones are angry, and so they want angry people. But Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are part of the old guard, so they're leaving so they can appear to be angry. They don't want the new guard to appear angry. OK, maybe. I mean, because I-, I mean, I can't I, I, I mean, I struggled trying to figure out why you would do that, because that seems like such poor strategy. And why wouldn't you put a new face in there? Right, why wouldn't you put a potential 2020 candidate? In why wouldn't you put that? a Hispanic in that role? Some- why would you go with Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi?
1: Right. And maybe it's because they realize there is a risk of this looking like politics as usual. So and, they don't want to expose it to. And they people. want
0: to be real angry. They want to they want to charge this as racism, etc., etc. et cetera. So let the old guard do that. I, but I mean I almost like you let Schumer do that. I mean say what you want about Nancy Pelosi's
1: policies, but she constantly looks insane. Let's be honest about it. She, her eyes are 5 times larger than the average person's. They're super bright all the time. She uh, has uh she clearly is doing something w- whether it's plastic surgery or heavy botox or whatever it is. Her smile is bizarrely fake. She is just a strange
0: she's like a delivery an av- system. She's like
1: a bad avatar. Right? Yeah. Why not put on someone who, maybe you're not, I can understand that that's a a somewhat logical idea, right? You want to, if they are self-aware enough, which is difficult for me to believe, but maybe they are, self-aware enough to say, look, we don't want to be, we don't want to put one of our new fresh faces for 2020 Mm -hmm. in this environment because it's a bad environment. People Mm -hmm. will associate them with negativity. Mm -hmm. Let's just go out there and take the hit. My guess is more than that, they just want to be on TV as the people who want to oppose Donald Trump. You know, that's that's what Um, I
0: really believe. Yeah. I, I really believe these two egos are in it That's why there's two people You know Because Chuck was like I should do it Nancy I should do it Yeah And they're, they're Okay both of you Neither one of you Will compromise or shut up And sit down We'll both you both do it Do we have a word yet Is if they're going to Alternate syllables uh, for the entire speech? I don't know, but we're counting syllables. We'll be counting syllables tonight <laughs> to see if it was evenly dispersed or dispersed in favor of the woman. Mm. Or uh, against the woman. That's either sexism or anti-Semitism. I are yeah, not, si- not
2: sure
1: <laughs> I don't know. which it will be, but we'll find out tonight. Relief Factor is our sponsor. Yeah. Uh, Relief Factor is something that uh, has made
0: Glenn a lot less... Irritating to deal with, (laughs) frankly. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Relief Factor. (laughs) Actually celebrating my uh, one-year anniversary with uh, Relief Factor. Uh, They've been sponsors for a long time, but I just was stubborn and didn't try anything until my wife finally said, try it, um, because she just couldn't take it anymore. Uh, And so I... Tried Relief Factor last December. Take it three times a day. I've been taking it for a year. My pain has greatly subsided. It is so worth trying. 100% drug-free, created by doctors. Four key ingredients help with inflammation. It's Relief Factor. Please try it. Get your life back. 70% of the people who tried the three-week quick start, go on to order more month after month because it works like it does with me. Nineteen ninety five. right now. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com.
2: The Fusion of Entertainment and Enlightenment. This is the Glenbeck Program.
0: I remember when I was a kid, we were at a, um, a local parade. And a veteran, uh, he was dressed up in the VFW outfit with a little hat. And, and uh, he dropped dead of a heart attack right in front of me. And I must have been about eight and I'll never ever forget it. It's different when when you're young and people have a heart attack. It's something entirely different when it is your friend Jeff Fisher, who has been with this show for almost 20 years. Um, he almost dropped dead of a heart attack uh, over the holiday. Uh, he had a massive heart attack. About 80 or 90% of the people who have a heart attack of, of his size don't make it uh, alive to the hospital. He did, and he's back in his chair today. We'll talk to him about what that experience is like, what he learned, and basically an hour of fatness uh, all jam-packed into uh, the Glenbeck program as we begin right now.
6: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: All right, I want to talk to you a little bit um, about our sponsor this half hour. We've cleared out a lot of the commercials in this first half hour, so we only have to break uh, twice for a minute each and then be able to come right back to the show. Uh, this half hour, it is uh, Goldline. Goldline reminds you, hey, have you looked at the stock market lately? Yeah, lots of fun. It's on a rocky ride, and the government shut down. What happens tonight even? how is How are all of these going to affect the stock market, the um, the things that are going on right now and in the next year are a little unsettling. I've pulled 75% of everything that I've had in my 401k. I've pulled it out of the stock market uh, here over the holidays, and um, I would recommend that you look into what you're doing with money. As you pull things out of your 401k, where do you put it? You pull it out of your IRA, where do you put it? Cause I don't really believe in cash either. Gold. Gold is the place that the world always runs to when there is insanity afoot. And uh, I think we are going from chaos to absolute mayhem and insanity in 2018. I highly recommend. Or 2019. Or 2019. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend that you uh, find out if gold or silver is right for you. Please call Goldline now. Ask about their gold legal tender bar and the silver maple flex. It is a great bar. The only people that have them, Goldline. And you can keep it like a credit card in your wallet. Really cool. 866 Goldline comes from yeah. the Canadian Mint. It was made for this audience, honestly, um, by the Canadian Mint. It's really spectacular. 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Break for 10 seconds, station ID. So it's early in the morning up at the ranch and my whole family and my grandkids and everybody's around and uh, uh, I walk out into the main room and I said, everybody we have to say a prayer uh, and everybody on your knees and my family just looked at me and uh, I said, Jeffy has just had a heart attack and it's a big one and by the end of the prayer Most of us were in tears um, because we just love him dearly. And uh, we were greatly concerned about you, Jeffy. Thank you. Uh,
7: The the support, the overwhelming support between coworkers and uh, listeners and viewers of this network was unbelievable. And, uh, you know,
0: proof that, uh, you know, well wishes and thoughts and prayers work. Yeah. So tell me what it was like that morning. You got up in the morning, and Amber told me you were sitting on the edge of the bed. Oh, yeah. Uh, sitting on the edge of the bed, and the pain in my chest was not going away.
1: Um, back many, up uh, a couple days. Yeah, you know, how many I, days of pain did you ignore before you were sitting on the bed and wondering whether you should go to the hospital? A couple that I remember. Mm-hmm. So, for two days, you were having heart pain. Well, a little bit. I mean, it went away.
7: So, it's just... I know you think, that you told, you go, oh, yeah, oh, it's <sighs> going away. Okay, you're fine. And then you just move on. You don't have you just, uh, you're fine. Uh-huh. You and convince okay.
0: yourself that it's you, not. You a, do convince is, yourself it a pain, it. Yeah, yeah. is it a pain like you've ever felt before?
7: Not really. I mean, you, you really, <clears throat> honestly, looking back on it, it was dumb not to do something. Uh, dumb not to go see somebody about it. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you realize that that's not right. You know, that's just not, that's not the pain of hurting yourself while
0: you sleep. You know, it's not the pain of indigestion <laughs> right. or
7: heartburn. Right. And so the morning of the um, the pain that would not stop, uh, it just doesn't stop. There's no way you just, I mean, it it starts in your chest and it stays there and continues. Down and your seems, arms. And I didn't have so much of that. It was more just uh, complete pressure on my chest, um, nonstop pain all over, you know, the entire chest.
0: So and, uh, Amber you said,
7: feel, you know, you feel nauseous
0: and like you're going to throw up. And that's some profuse sweating. I understand. Uh, well.
7: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Big
0: time sweating more than usual. In right.
7: Yeah. fact, was, yeah. That was was even which I'm
0: surprised your family didn't drown. If it was more than usual, I'm, I'm surprised <laughs> that the lifeguard wasn't called out. No, the shirt um,
7: was still I believe the shirt was still sopped uh, yeah. after a couple of days. There's no. doubt. So
0: um, uh, you told Amber not to call. nine one one the first time yeah don't don't worry about it i'll be fine i'll just see if it
7: goes away and then the last um the last no was more of a no yes call yeah you know it was no oh wow so no no. means
0: yes to you okay we're learning an awful lot i've believed in that forever i think you know that (laughs) so uh so she said that your pulse had gotten down to I think forty-five. Whatever. I mean, it was down to nothing. Yeah, I mean, it was really bad. And uh, she said it stopped a few times. I believe that. I oh. believe that. And in
7: transit, uh, you know, once they, uh, you know, once we called nine-one-one and and the, um, you know, rescue, fire rescue, and the ambulance people were all there within, I don't know, five minutes. Maybe I don't know how long it took them to get there. I know that we live in some strange area that it took three transfers on nine-one-one to get to the right nine-one-one for my wife. So wow. she was freaking out. Mm-hmm. And I know that it probably was pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, but it even, just seems... but it, right. You know, when you call nine one one, it's like you want something now. Mm-hmm. And oh, uh, hold on. I'm going to transfer you. Hold. I'm transfer you. Please hold. She's screaming at the phone. But they, you know, relatively fast. And then uh, in transit uh, from my home to the, to the hospital, I apparently went off the deep end farther, um, close to the end. And the, I once we got to the hospital, you remember it. I remember leaving the neighborhood. I remember look. I remember looking out the window saying, Oh, this is the way they're leaving the neighborhood. And then I remember going into the hospital. Hmm. I remember them banging on the door of the ER because the ER door wouldn't open.
1: I remember that. <laughs> I remember that with the fire rescue going. Hey. To be fair, though, a lot of businesses have rules to not open the door for you. Yeah. So that's just, could Jeff just Fisher.
0: Be, no, no. I believe there's a restraining order here.
7: <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> this is very possible. Right. And so you uh, didn't go into the normal we, ER situation, right? I did not. We went went straight into surgery. Right. Straight into wow. the cath lab for
7: uh, heart surgery. Straight. I mean, I didn't. To be honest. Um, Shh. But I haven't seen paperwork or a bill or nothing. Oh,
0: it's not coming. Don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. I mean, no, it's coming. <laughs> oh, it's coming. It's I coming. know there's
7: going to end up at the front door, you know, and probably giant yeah. bags of That's the first
0: thing when I heard that was the first thing we called HR to make sure that you did not have any problem with paperwork. I can't imagine <laughs> oh, you yeah, stand there with paperwork. So, but it's coming. Oh, yeah, okay. that's fine. I believe that. <laughs> but I'm coming. just saying
7: it was amazing. That yeah, yeah. It was I mean there was nothing. I mean it, you know, I mean, it went straight in and right to the uh right to the surgery and uh they had uh, one one on the left side was hundred percent blocked, that's the Jeez. widow maker, mm-hmm. uh as they call it. And like, apparently there's a reason they call that the widow maker, because <laughs> when it gets hundred percent blocked, you die. Um and if it's not attended to fast enough, right? I mean if you don't get to it in time uh, if if someone you know believes that no means no in your world and doesn't mm-hmm. call 911 uh you're dead right I mean that's, it's as simple as that they got there in time to fix it
0: your life flashed in front of your eyes not really did you, you know I was
7: tell this was so funny I was telling I remember pat reminded me this morning when he when he came to the hospital is that um I don't remember ever thinking this was it it didn't flash between my eyes I don't remember i I didn't think I didn't ever think oh this is it I'm gonna die
0: I, don't, I never thought that. Is, is that I just, just your general? I wonder if that's why you are alive. I wonder if that, whatever it is in you, that made you not think that is what helped you carry on. It's very possible. I mean, I I never thought that. I mean, I, I,
7: obviously, you know, I mean, it's scary and you're having a heart attack and I'm, you know, kind of freaking out and going through whatever you go through when you have the heart attack and the chest is hurting and I just want it to stop and I want it to be fixed.
1: But I never thought, oh, this is it. I'm never going to see anybody again. So let's get this over with. One of the things you t- we talked uh, at your place uh, the past weekend, you mentioned, which I thought was really interesting, was it's kind of like they brought you in and they did their job and cleared out the problems. And then you're kind of like, they kind of reset it. You're, you're yeah. kind of like, if they had just known, let's say two weeks earlier, that you had this blockage, you would have still had the surgery, but you wouldn't have had the heart attack. Um, and right. you would be back. I mean, you were. This is. Remember, this happened what ten days ago, twelve, yeah. two weeks ago, something like are. that. And here you are. You're back at work.
0: We're we're that's we're incredible. from the generation. We're probably the last generation where something like this. You don't come back. Knocks from. you out. You're done. Yeah. You're done. You would have had double bypass surgery. Yeah. yeah. Double double bypass surgery was like that. Was crazy. Yeah. yeah. And nice. That's last resort stuff now. I mean, I
7: don't even, you know, I don't I, even they, think they do it. Do I, they? I, I, I think they do. I think they, they break your chest open once in a while. If you, yeah. if you need it in for particular cases, what a new one, but yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, I guess so. Yeah. If they yeah. are, if they're going to put in uh, like that, I had a, a stent put in, uh, the one valve and the other valve they cleaned out. And I learned yesterday that they left a couple of valves on the other side of my heart that were like 30 or 40% blocked. They're going to leave those because ah, they'll look, they'll clean themselves out now. You'll be fine. Oh, they'll clean themselves they'll clean out. Clean themselves out. Now with the new medication, oh, they put with little scrubbing new, bubbles yes, they in did. there. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> that's, I have, that's, the, that's the medication I have now is scrubbing Grubby bubbles, yes. <laughs> and it's just doing its work. Right. right. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a, they have me on some kind of, I mean, blood thinner. I can't. A mosquito bites me, I'm dead. You know, <laughs> go, don't cut yourself. Don't cut yourself. Um, but uh, that, yeah, that's that's it. They said that that of that'll clean it out. Now that we've got the other side's working good, you could.
0: Okay. All right. So now, uh, how far uh, medicine has come. I mean, it it is amazing. amazing. It's amazing. I mean, Ray Kurzweil said, "Glenn, just stay alive until twenty thirty, then you'll never die." I mean, that's (laughs) that's, (laughs) if I want that either. To be honest, I don't want that either. (laughs) But I mean, that's that's. I mean, that's how far medicine is going to go, Uh, and we're just at this steep, steep curve. Uh, We'll come back and talk about changes Uh now. And changes that our wives are now yelling at us about because of you. Uh, we we'll get that here in just a second. Right now, I'd like to talk to you about just sitting in your chair all day. Yes, that's the that is. The I've, thing. Been a, I've been a fan of that for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, sitting in your chair. Here is uh, here is the thing. You spend more time in your chair than you do in bed if you're working. That's crazy. That is crazy. A lot of time. You better be comfortable while you're sitting there. Yeah. And we are. We have the new X chair, and they're launching a brand new model for a limited time, available only to this audience at Xchairbeck.com. They have the Super X chairs, which have, I mean, I think they fly. I mean, you wanted the flying car. I think that's the Super <laughs> X chair. I'm not sure if it does fly, but it wouldn't be surprised if it did. They have the best ergonomic uh, support uh, and comfort. This comes in the super chairs and also in the dynamic, uh, uh, the dynamic uh, X basic. Okay, that's the one I would suggest if you can't afford the top, top, top of the line that flies. You might want to get the X-Basic. It is great. They've just started making them. You still get the optional headrest. You still get the optional uh, rocking tension control, which is really good, unlike any other chair. You've got the uh, adjustable lumbar support. And it's a new year, so start it off the right way with a chair that provides ultimate comfort. You get $100 off the X-Chair right now. Plus, you'll get, if you use the uh, promo code BECK, you're also going to get a, a, a free foot rest as well. Use the promo code BECK for the free foot rest. Visit xchairbeck.com or call 844 4 10 10 Seconds Station ID. So we were up in the mountains until uh, Sunday, and uh, this happened what day? I don't know, the 28th. What is that, a Thursday or Friday? Something like that. Um, And I had to drive down. We just got a text message. We can get text messages, but I can't make any phone calls up in the mountains. So I had to drive 20 minutes, freaking out. Um, And uh, I called Amber right away, and then I called uh, Pat and Stu. And Pat ended or Stu ended the conversation with. Uh, basically, it's different
1: when someone who's like a peer, a friend, this happens to it. It changes the way you think about the life. I don't know how much longer we can do this to our bodies. Right. That's, what we a, that's exactly what he said. <laughs> we
0: can't do this to our bodies anymore. We're not young anymore. Very disappointing. I just like to apologize. Yeah, yeah. I'd like yeah. to apologize to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank not you. to Stu, but I'll apologize to <laughs> you. Yeah. No, no no, no, no. And and actually, <laughs> Jeffy, it's good. I've got to lose fifty pounds. Um, what did the doctor say to you? They are, uh, you know, they have obviously,
7: you know, they lose weight and eat right and get get, you know, exercise and get right and get your heart stronger. We're all, you know, we're in the now. Right, the way you're saying in that the right place. sounds like we're in the right like place. You're not, we're, not really, not across the bow. It's a right, warning. Right, right. It's all good. Right, we can do something about it. But they really were most concerned about there was another, you know thing mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. i involved myself in mm-hmm. over the years that mm-hmm. you're not narrowing it down when down. it comes to you, would you <laughs> <want> to... <laughs> they were most concerned with the smoking mm-hmm.
1: and that's a habit uh, you picked back up right I,
0: yeah i mean i you had kicked that out I know, i know i know nobody smokes around me i didn't know you had started smoking again and
7: it's just and and so that's what they're most concerned with is that the smoking. Stop the smoking. Hundred percent. You can put a patch on. You can chew. Don't smoke. Don't vape. Don't do none of it. No smoking. So you're done with the smoking. Have you yeah. actually stopped? Yeah. yeah no I've vaping not, I've not, I've not too. Had... Vaping is supposed. They made a point of that. They made, made really? a point of that. I know. Stu and I talked about <coughs> this uh, the other day about the vaping because I don't know that they know anything. Yeah. For sure. I don't know
1: that there's any actual deep studies that prove mm-hmm. that. I think the science on it, honestly, is pretty favorable towards vaping as far as a replacement. I mean, it's much lower on the risk uh, sort of scale. But again, that doesn't mean a person who just had a heart attack should take it up. I think if you could stop, it's better. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think, a lot think that's of these,
0: where they're at. Right. Yeah, that's a lot of these companies
1: at. talk about that in that like this is a way to stop. It's not necessarily something. It's certainly not something you should just start from. From scratch. scratch, like if you're not right. smoking, don't start vaping. Mm-hmm. But if you are smoking, vaping Maybe is probably vaping better. Help. Right. Though for you, coming out of a massive heart attack, don't vape. Zero don't smoking zero, of any sort. Zero, zero
0: smoking of any. Yeah, you should any not kind. even go to Los Angeles. So that right, <laughs> right. that's pretty much it.
7: Yeah. yeah. Uh, which, you know, kills the rave parties that I've been going to. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. But that's only so nothing about enough. the That'll cocaine and the heroin. They, they, didn't get, they, they did talk a little bit about supplements <laughs> right. at one point yesterday <laughs> with the heart doc. The heart doc did point out a few things about some of the supplements, but uh, that's about it. Oh, well, I'm
0: let, what, dying what are, to what are, ask about this. Yeah, what are the supplements?
7: Just uh, I mean, vitamins, Glenn. Vitamins are supplements. Vitamins. So he's taking oh some gosh. shady products, shady like made in Mongolia. Are you? Yeah, you're taking
0: like rhino horn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, those are illegal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so oh. did
1: they? I mean, you know, we've occasionally mentioned on this program before um, uh, your weight. we um, <laughs> you mentioned that. Yeah, I think once or twice. If people, long time listeners really? might yeah. have remembered this. Now we really? have we uh, have this show. Yeah, on yeah.
0: this show. Huh? Did they say to you like, "Hey"? Now your I, wife, notoriously. I know. Likes fat men. Which or like She's at the fat, Christmas wine. At, line, at the pre- Christmas party. Do you know what she said? Do you know what she I'm, said? No, I She I don't came know. up to me and she said, You are looking great. I was immediately like, "I have got to lose weight." Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's the moment. No, yeah. You were looking great. She didn't
7: really mean yeah.
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> she did not really mean that. Yeah. So uh, I thought, "Wow, I am as big as a house. I've got to stop." So, she, but she likes her men plump. And she does. Look, yeah. and she's a you know she's a fan of
7: starting to eat right and and do things right now. Uh, you know, health wise, but and she is also a notoriously agonizing. good cook of all the things you should not I know. have. I know. So is It'll that stopping? Difficult. Are
1: you going to make a change in this realm? I already have, Stu. Oh
0: my gosh! Look at that. He is, gonna <laughs> is going to die. He'd rather die than stop die. eating Twinkies. Yeah. That's what we're seeing. <laughs> I'm making. I'm. I'm going to lose fifty pounds this year. You're going to lose fifty pounds. I'm this going year. to lose fifty Excellent. pounds.
7: Good. Uh, I mean, that's it's important. Want that to join you do me, that. Oh Glenn. Are we out of time? Wow! Time? Of course,
0: I'm gonna. I'll lose it. It's easy. Fifty pounds. I can do fifty pounds. How <laughs> much weight should you? How much? How much? Can, you because you were you were really you were really svelte for a while. Yeah, for, you lost what over hundred pounds? Over hundred pounds. Yeah, and then I gained about 75, 80 back.
7: Uh, so after you gained how much?
0: <laughs> See, you know, once in a while there's fat jokes, yeah. just, uh, just right? Fly around. Right, just a a right. But I mean, okay, seventy so, pounds from where you were? Mm, I don't think so. Maybe okay. a little bit more than that. Okay. I'll, no, no, really? Yeah. You got a lot of water weight. You're held on to. Oh, well, I'm hollow inside.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh so do you have a plan do you have a, a goal in mind of what you
1: want to do is it They actually right now the
7: the docs were more concerned with let's get the heart healthy and let's you know start exercising and start getting that back and everything else will follow. And the smoking okay. no smoking no, yeah, so we do oh, that 100%. Exercise. That's 100%. percent they they put me in uh, some place I have to go to now some heart rehab place so whatever they <sighs> I have to go
0: with what they say I know. I just started using a, a, rower, a, a rower a rower uh, oh, I, lo- I
7: used to love those. Like yeah. Frank Underwood. I, t- yeah.
0: Yeah, I have the one Frank Underwood had. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Those are great. Um, and uh, uh, started using it. It will wipe you out. Oh, yeah. And it, you know, if you do five minutes a day even, but you do five minutes a day twice a day. Do they recommend more than just five minutes? Uh, no. Actually, it's like 10 minutes. They say 10 minutes a day, and you, it is High a intensity. full body workout. Interesting. Yeah. I, I'm up to four. And then I just want to kill myself.
2: (laughs) But I don't have the
0: strength of the energy to be able to reach for a knife or anything (laughs) deadly. All right. Jeff Fisher, thank you so much. God bless you. I love you, you too. Back in just a minute. Not me? Okay. Thanks, Jeff. You're listening to Glenn
2: Beck.
7: American Financing Corporation, NMLS, one eight two three three four, 8 2 3 3 4 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.
0: Man, if he if he would have died, can you imagine how tragic that would have been to hear that? My oh, gosh. He would have kept that forever. He I mean, would have. It would have. It
3: would have like, eh, get alone, because Chevy is
0: gone now. <laughs> anyway, American Financing American financing is a group that uh, started with me in about 2008 or 2009. They wanted to start in 2006, but I wouldn't take them because I didn't believe in mortgage companies. And they kept saying, we're not that kind of mortgage company. We work for the client, not the bank. I said, "Uh uh-huh. Call me after the collapse. They did. They didn't have problems. People didn't have problems because they didn't do stupid loans. They work for you. Call them now if you're looking to refi or your brand new home, first home, Americanfinancing.net. That's Americanfinancing.net or call 800 906 2440. While he's still here doing it, you should
1: listen to Jeff Fisher's podcast. It's called Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. Uh,
0: Get it on iTunes right now. Extra Fat. So we're talking to uh, Jeff Fisher, who uh, had a heart attack um, over the holiday. And I I, we have a friend who went in for a full body scan um, and, you know, got one of those things where they just they check you, you know, every which way Uh, scan came back, said that he had four places of skin cancer and had some heart blockage, like 70 percent heart blockage. Um, it was right before Christmas. He decided to uh, go to uh, somebody about the skin cancer, and he would after the holidays do something about the heart. And he died last week. Uh, um, <laughs> I mean, it's the horrible. heart is just—you you, know—nothing happens if you don't have the don't have the heart. We were surprised to find that Jeffy does have one. Mm-hmm. Um, as it stopped working, there were several people that commented mm-hmm. on that.
7: Mm-hmm. Uh, even throughout the uh, overwhelming response of uh, mm-hmm. well wishes and prayers, many mm-hmm. people
1: were surprised that I mm-hmm. actually had one. Yeah, was, I caught the joke, and the it heart was, wasn't black either. It was actually well. I,
7: I don't know. I just remember the the one that the doc showed me when I was laying there. When he said he showed me a picture of the of the heart pre-surgery and there was you know this big blockage black blob up there that he showed me and i i can't find where that picture is now
2: (laughs) was it a (laughs) cheesesteak it very well could have been yeah (laughs) very
1: well could have been i'll say though i i think i'm a huge believer in this being the future of medicine you know what princeton longevity center does and others where they'll do these full day physicals on you and you know the biggest thing with jeffy is like if, the, if you had done this scan, a full body scan, they do it for all the cancers, they do it for the 3D picture of your heart with all the blockages, they know where everything is. It's all the tests that happen to you after you get a heart attack, right. they do before you get it. So then they can yeah. see that it might be coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the, really the only barrier here at this point is cost. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's hard to afford for a lot of people. But at
0: some point we're not far it, away from we, this
1: being a regular part of everyone's lives where they can scan for this stuff and catch
0: it way before you get to hundred percent. It's so much more cost effective to do, do it, before. it before. Oh my gosh. I mean, yes. as soon as insurance companies are like, you know what, it makes more sense for us to do this with everybody prior right. to than it does, yeah. you know, after because they're gonna be in the in, in you know, intensive care for what were you in day and a half? a couple of days yeah a couple two days. days yeah uh you know it's it's a lot less expensive
1: and the cost will come down once it becomes more and more common I, it really is it's one of those things cuz heart disease still is you know the, you know so many it's one of the biggest causes of of our medical costs along with death obviously uh and that's one that between that and cancer catching those things early they can cure them early we just don't <laughs> we don't, you know most of the time you're not mm-hmm. testing for them until you have a problem right. or you notice something, and at that point, sometimes it's hard to actually
0: deal with. So, uh, so Pat and I, uh, and more Pat than me, I, I've only gotten the looks from the family, and it oh, helps because before you had a heart attack, I said I've got to lose fifty pounds, and let's uh, go. Cool. So you laid a little bit of groundwork <laughs> before the heart attack, so you're good. You're right? Still laid, you right. Laid that while you, Some might question if I knew in advance but i'm not talking <laughs> um but uh Wait. so so i just got the looks you know boy jeffy has got to change the way you know he's got to start exercising and then i get the whole family looking at me like mm-hmm. how about you, know. fat? No, you yeah exactly mm-hmm. right I know, so pat i to thank too. you yeah you're, you're welcome Pat's... and then pat jackie is all
7: over yeah i mean i'm sorry she's I like apologize. she's you know we've got books to read and yeah. this is the food you're going to eat and you're not going to eat that and this is what we're doing
0: yeah You got to read the book. I don't want to die. Well, I do want to die. If you keep telling me to read the book, I do want to die. I'm looking for a way out now. You're serving me kale. I want to die. Uh, Uh, So
1: Jackie is pressuring Pat to eat better and go through this. You're getting this. I am getting pressured as well. Are you
0: getting anything, Stu? I haven't had too much. I'll call. She's kind of. She eats really well. That's yeah, the problem. And she doesn't really. But, she doesn't need you. No, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not yeah. about that. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely bringing the Tanya says. You know, Tanya has been pretty cool about this, and I think it's because Tanya's like, well, I ain't got to lose it any time. I'm good. Yeah, you're, she's good. okay. Yeah, it I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I've I've had my share on that one. So why fifty pounds? Did you pick that number randomly? No, because that puts me back to where I. I uh, should be mm-hmm. maybe 70 <laughs> puts, puts me back to about 215 right so you're in the area where you're you're yeah. in striking distance of, yeah you know uh, yeah. I mean the lowest weight I've ever been was 208 208 that was yeah I mean outside of high was school was that CNN headline news I've never There's got a couple I'm, pictures of those days oh, yeah, yeah and scary. I've never gotten back to uh 210 even I mean I just I just can't Get back to two hundred and ten, but I've I've hit a place to where uh, I can't, for some reason, lose the weight. I've tried really hard. I can't lose the weight, um, and I me either. Used,
7: Want some ice cream? Yeah. Well,
0: no, no, no. I've put on a lot because I've just given up. I've just been like, fine. Um, right. and that's just, just, that's not a good place to be, but I've, I've tried for a long time to lose the weight and, and I, I just can't do it. And I've also been in a place to where my doctor, and this was the greatest day of my life. I said, could you call my wife please? And tell her this, I don't want you doing any exercise at all. No exercise. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, could you write that down? <laughs> we need could, a prescription. I, I need a tape. I need to hang on just a sec. Say that into my phone, please. Call my wife. I need you. Is there a Bible around? (laughs) Because I'll swear to I I will follow you to the letter right now. (laughs) Is this a real doctor or uh, someone you found behind? He was in Mexico. He's still a real doctor. That's what hanging on the wall says he is. (laughs) Right. So what I want to do is I don't I don't want to I don't want to try to lose weight with a bunch of people who are like I want to I want to lose weight with a bunch of people who are like me. You know what I mean? It's like if you go into a gym, I'm not going into a gym, by the way. But if you go into a gym, you know, then all the then you're the fat person that everybody looks at. You know what I mean? I don't want to be around. I don't want to be the fat person. I want I want to lose weight with people and only people who have experienced this. No, I want to lose. I want to lose weight with people who are out of breath when they roll over in bed at night. It's funny you mention that, Glenn. <laughs> but uh, I'm here for you. Yeah. You know, when, yeah. you, when you're when you like, Whew,
1: I don't really have to sit up now, do
0: I? Yeah. I mean, whoa, that was a workout.
1: And you mean all the way over? Because I think yeah. everyone who rolls all the way over is Just out so of breath. Yeah, you're I saying, mean- what, halfway?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like if, if, you know, when when you're thinking, I just can't roll over. It's gonna be I'm gonna be winded, then I'm gonna to have to sleep an extra hour. Or like you know, when I'm
3: looking
7: for
1: those right. people. Like when you're lying in bed and you're thinking I really have to go to the bathroom, but there's so many steps.
0: There's just so yeah. many steps. If I just stay here, maybe I can hold it until yeah, morning. I've always been that way. See, here's here's my biggest problem is I have always said, I don't know if you remember me saying this, but I've always said I'd be happy if I was just a brain in a jar. <laughs> I love okay I don't I yeah, I don't I don't like the whole body thing you know i just i'd i'd be happy put a book in front of i have to have an eye or two and maybe a mouth okay i'd be happy if i was just a head you need in the a wally jar.
7: scene right yeah. the movie for wally with the right. guys in
0: the, in the exactly right, right. He to the aspire yeah. to the negative right. side yeah. of that i movie. have now that my body doesn't work so well yeah. i've adjusted that thinking that's not good no i would not be happy as a head in a jar really yeah, no. I would think you'd be what? rejecting your body more than ever, like others are. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I was just <laughs> had a conversation with Tanya before the show. started. Yeah, no. no it's uh, our. It's, by the way, it's our 19th anniversary. Today. Oh, oh that's perfect, right, perfect timing for yeah. that joke. Yeah, it uh, is because well, I think she's probably like, oh God, I don't have to anymore, do I? I, mean, I think <laughs> I've, I think I've done my tour. of We just duty. came back from vacation. <laughs> tour
1: done. of duty.
0: God. How many years is it? A lot. Nineteen. Nineteen. Oh, that's
3: Nineteen. Great. That's
0: amazing. I cannot. It's 19 years in two days, Jeffy. 19 years in two days that I said my first words in talk radio full time. Do you remember what they were? I wasn't listening to you then. I know. (laughs) He was the producer. He was the the board op. And I said, I think by taking this job, I may have made the biggest mistake (laughs) in my life. It's a good way to introduce yourself to an audience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But That's that's how I was feeling because I thought, this ain't never going to work out. As I know, that's the way I was thinking. And at 530, <laughs> at 530, I did a bit, and Jeffy just looked <laughs> through the glass, and I was dying, just dying. And it was a wheel of meat, I think. But no, 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 disease. Wheel wheel no, it was a wheel of blame, wheel of blame. And the concept was, this is before PC got way out of control. The concept was, we had to pick a story. And then I would spin spin the wheel of blame and it would come up with like white men or Native Americans. And I would have to take the story and (laughs) and adjust it into. Now that's the easiest game. Now it's all done all the time with the news Uh, and it was just dying and going nowhere and i i looked at jeffy like good god help me man take me out to a spot and i pointed and he hesitated and he just through, shook my head he did he just looked through the grass and shook his head like you disgust
5: <laughs>
0: i mean i mean let's do the diet thing though. all right this gets us off the hook all right we'll we'll start we'll we'll talk about it some more next uh, the next couple of days and then maybe next week we'll start it yeah. officially all right, um, maybe not next week, maybe in a few weeks. Yeah, I mean, unless Super Bowl's no coming reason. up. Oh, then Jones. Valentine's exactly. Day. Then Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyway, we'll start at some point, point. Mm-hmm. and then you got Christmas right around the corner. Right. Anyway, relief factor. <laughs> relief factor. If you're in a lot of pain, uh, try relief factor. Get your life back. I was at a point a year ago, and this is you know when the doctor was like saying, "You don't, 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 don't move. Do you have to move? Don't move." uh where i just couldn't take the pain anymore um and i just didn't want to take all of the things that well you know jeffy is taking um you know so i started with relief factor it was my wife nagging me quite honestly that made me start taking it the only reason you do anything i know it's 100 percent drug free and it's like what If Dow chemical isn't involved in this in some way or another, it ain't going (laughs) to work, but it does. It has four key ingredients that help helps your body fight against inflammation, which is one of the biggest uh, problems that we have in all of our health. But if you have neck pain, shoulder pain, back pain, whatever your pain is, try this. Seventy percent of the people that try the quick start for three week trial period, they go on to order more month after month after month. I do. I've been on it now for a year Get your life back. Go to ReliefFactor.com or call 800-500-8384. It's ReliefFactor.com. You know, for an organization with parenthood in its name, Planned Parenthood doesn't seem very interested in parenting at all. That's why they have to save most of their ire to fight any effort to limit abortion at all. Remember, any, any opposition to Planned Parenthood is automatically construed as being against women's health. You just don't want women to get, you know, basic health care. No, that's 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 not true. You're just part of the white patriarchy. Well, that's probably true. But think about think about where we are in this debate. If you can even call it a debate anymore. Defending unborn humans means you're against women's rights. The left is genius at twisting logic and then making that twist mainstream. And for an organization that claims to care so deeply about basic female issues, Planned Parenthood focuses most of its firepower and resources on defending abortion. That's what they are, they're abortion houses. The last example is their billboard campaign across Iowa to try to get people to, quote, say abortion. Go ahead. Say abortion, just let it roll off the tongue and feel the stigma of murder fade away. Say abortion is their new campaign. Planned Parenthood says we're shifting the narrative so all people can talk openly about abortion. No, that's not true. You don't want me talking about abortion. Say murder. Planned Parenthood is waging their billboard war because the governor of Iowa recently signed into law one of the strictest abortion laws in the nation, known as the fetal heartbeat law, which bans abortions in the state after the baby's heartbeat is detected, which can be as early as six weeks. Now, the notion that it might be a baby human in there with a heart would mean that we would might want to protect it from death. The law hasn't taken effect pending a lawsuit from Planned Parenthood, and that's why they put the billboards up. It features the face of a woman who supposedly had an abortion next to a quote saying, I had an abortion and I'm not apologizing. Another version says, I had an abortion and it was just health (laughs) care. You know, most people agree. And when you get down to six weeks, that's where it starts to fall apart. But that line keeps getting further and further back as technology grows. It's interesting that we don't see a Planned Parenthood billboard urging women to get that mammogram or cholesterol check. When's the last time you saw that? Abortion is the only billboard worthy cause for Planned Parenthood because abortion is profitable as an industry. It is the cause that keeps them in business. It isn't, isn't that the most grotesque thing you've ever heard? Yes, Planned Parenthood is zealously devoted to women's health and defending women's rights. Not the health and the rights of women that are still in the womb. Not mammograms. Just abortions. The women still in the womb are apparently expendable. Because they're not women yet. They're just babies. With the potential of being a woman. Or a man. Or one of the other 94 genders. Thank you for saying it. I want to make sure somebody needed to say it.
1: That's really an incredible thing. You're right, too. I mean, people generally do not support abortion past the first trimester. Only 28% of people supported in uh, in the second trimester and only 13% of people supported in the third trimester. So the mainstream, the actual policy of the Democratic Party is supported
0: by 13% of the american people they do not have a lot of support i would say that was even less because the democratic party won't even stand against partial birth abortion it's true i mean and that would
1: be even that's even less right um uh but it is it's one of those issues that you know people just don't like to talk about and so it doesn't get any conversation but i i think a lot of these billboards and these crazy things are a positive for us because you really have to be you should be proud of it if it's nothing you know, it's either nothing or the worst thing that's ever happened. Yeah. And if you think it's nothing, well, then, of course, you can go build, put up billboards all you want. I mean, I don't know how you justify
0: that mentally, but go right, ahead. But, we can, but what they say is we should have a conversation about it. I'm perfectly willing to have a conversation. Yeah. Uh, without any name calling. Mm-hmm. But they're
1: not. They're not. No, they want, they want a conversation in which they are talking and no one else is. Yes.
0: And that's the problem with America is everybody just wants your side to be heard and nobody else's side to be heard and with Planned Parenthood that's the way they've grown into the monstrous corporation that they are
5: you're listening to Glenn Beck